Hold one. Arm drag. Brett screwed Brett. It's me, Austin. I did it for the rock. Oh, shut your mouth, you thong wearing fatty. Number four, arm bar. I am Sir Michael Cole. What? Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, your host, Taryn, alongside Jamie, Dan, and Joe. Hello. What's up, Oose? Ill. That's what's up. Ill. <laughs> it's You're not real. me, it's Jamie. Yeah, but we live in Wales, so we're not allowed out, so we're perfectly fine. Yeah, well you can't you can't catch the COVID. Just to put it out there, I haven't got the Jericovid. However, Jamie has the Jericovid. He's been a naughty boy. He's been socialising and mixing like normal people do in a normal world. And what's he got for it? The Jericovid 19. You're still alive, though, Jamie? Yes, I am. Good. Well, I must say, you look a picture of health. The type of health as if somebody had COVID 19. I'm perfectly fine. I don't know what everybody's been going on about. Well, you've had the booster. What more can you do? Well, I'll tell you someone who hasn't, because oh. we don't want it. <laughs> we we don't well it's her own it's her own fault that she's got it if she hasn't had the booster. We don't want a booster. <laughs> I hope we all watched Jingle all the way over Christmas. Hundred percent first of December I watched it. Lovely. Did we all have a nice Christmas? It was alright. That doesn't sound good. Why? What did you both do? Uh, the usual at the parents, having food, have an argument about a fridge. Standard. Uh, an argument about a fridge? <laughs> yeah, honestly, they get, it gets more bizarre and more bizarre every year. It'd be an argument about a fridge magnet next year. Any um, wrestling-related gifts for anyone this year? I, you know what I'm thinking about? I don't think I did. Um I woke up and I watched um, Smackdown because they had Christmas Eve Smackdown, but obviously it's Christmas Day Smackdown for us. So I watched Christmas Day Smackdown as we opened presents. It was lovely. I got Dan a, um, a like a replica WWE title. No, he got me a toy, £10 title. He did not buy me the normal a toy one, yeah. He bought not me the, the toy one. one. <laughs> no, the, ten, the £10 one from B&M Bargains. But it's awesome. It's on my, on my telly stand, but it's not the exact real one. The um, the closest I got to a wrestling related gift this year, my uncle got me a, f- a copy on 4K of the John Carpenter classic Escape from New York, which is a brilliant film. And that's probably the closest that you get because there's a scene within that film for anyone who's seen it where they basically have a makeshift wrestling ring and there's a, a guy in there called Ox Baker. He was an American wrestler um, at the time. And he plays a character called Slag in the film. So um, <laughs> that's the closest that I got to any wrestling related. I say that, I'm, I'm pretty sure I got nothing else. Certainly, I didn't get any. I mean, there's been no 2K this year as or anything like that. Um, no, no, nothing. That That's the closest that I got. What I did watch, wow. though, on Boxing Day was I decided I was going to start watching Raw, but from the episode where Vince buys WCW. And I thought, 
Because when obviously I watched it originally back in 2001, I was 11 at the time, 10, 11 at the time. And I thought, other than your main points like the Invasion pay-per-view and the Survivor Series pay-per-view, I don't really remember and probably didn't watch because I didn't have Sky at the time. The actual episodes of Raw and SmackDown where certain people were getting introduced from WCW, ECW and the Alliance was building. So I thought, I want to watch it from March to November, Raw and SmackDown each week and the pay-per-views. So I decided I'm going to start doing that. So I've watched... I've watched the first episode of Raw. I mean, that's how far I've got the first episode of Raw. That's it. Um, so that was interesting because I, I, again, not remembering the announcement of Vince purchasing WCW and obviously the storyline of it being Shane because the name on the contract does say McMahon. Um, they do that about 40 minutes into the two hour show. <laughs> so I just always remembered it in my head that obviously, because it was such a massive thing, they left that to the end of the show. I assume, though, it was because it was simulcast, wasn't it, with Nitro, when they started earlier. So it was the last 10, 15 minutes of Nitro at the time, whereas Raw had only been going on for half an hour at that point. So that's why they had to do it like that. But, yeah, I think that's going to be a bit of a wild ride watching that through. It'll almost be like, certainly the Raw and SmackDown episodes, it'll almost be like watching it for the first time, those types of things. It'd be good to see them introducing the... Uh, lower card WCW talent. I do remember when Lance Storm debuting and it Mike Orton and things like that because I think Mike Orton won the hardcore title backstage in like his first appearance. So, and yeah. you've got um, Earl Hebner versus Nick Patrick to look forward to. I do, I do remember that from the Invasion pay-per-view. That was um, a brilliant pay-per-view. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Because arguably the, the stipulations for Survivor Series are arguably more important for the future of either company because only one company will survive. But the actual quality of matches and storyline was actually better on Invasion. But I suppose that's because it was the first real time we were seeing WCW versus, or the Alliance in this instance, versus WWF. Um, you know, only like dream matches. I say dream matches. They weren't really dream matches, some of them, you know. Who's wanting to see Lance Storm versus whoever he faced? Do you know what I mean? You're wanting to see Goldberg versus Triple H, for example. Um, but we know the story about them, of course, and them not getting the contract through. But yeah, that that was only my real wrestling-related part of Christmas was an episode of Raw on Boxing Day. But I can tell you now, I haven't watched Raw gone this week, but because that will have been ten times better what I watched on Boxing Day as to whatever happened on Raw this week, I'm sure. I don't know, they stepped it up a little bit. Half of the talent have got the Jamie COVID, so they're all stuck in their houses. <laughs> um, but they they had people like Cedric Alexander wrestling matches and um, other stars wrestling matches that you don't usually see on Raw. So it actually, considering it's usually a one or two out of ten, it was probably like a three or four out of ten. So when they hurt so, business jobbing again. Yeah, basically, because Bobby Lashley wasn't there. Um, I can't remember, I think it was Kevin Owens or... It was Kevin, I think it was Kevin Owens in the ring, basically saying... Where is everybody? I'm the only one who showed up to work today. And they basically said, well, he's our boy, so we're, we're going to take you on. Um, so they end up having a match. And I think um, Apollo Crews end up having a match as well against AJ Styles, which is pretty decent. Fair enough. At least something happened. What's what's being advertised for SmackDown this week? Has anything been said? Have you watched well, The Bump this week? Was there a, was there a festive edition of The Bump? 
Well, on the bump this week, they had um, Sean Waltman, X-Pac, and he basically said he's going to be cleared to wrestle from January 1st, and he's got one more match left in him for 2020, um, in 2022. So he's my early pick to be in the Royal Rumble. I was going to say, then get your Rumble predictions in straight away. Because obviously, sorry if you everyone can hear anything in the background, I'm just about to take my power seat well, and I'm a proofing I am. Ooh, lovely. Um, even though I don't have the Crawford 19. Um, <laughs> yeah. We've had Road Dog in it before, and has Billy Gunn been in the Rumble in the last few years? I know, not in the last couple of years, obviously, but did he make a Rumble appearance? He, he must have done. Yeah, um, a couple yeah. of years ago when they were in, the, they were having tag team matches, weren't they? I think they're the oldest tag team champions. I think he may have gone in then. Um, but last year, the um, the sort of veterans were Kane, Christian. It's got to be. Um, it's it's got to be an Edge, of course, Hall of Famer Edge. Um, yeah, you, no you, know, you remember, it was the only Royal, the Royal Rumble that only had two people under twenty, under thirty years old in there. Mm. Well, let's not forget the most important. We mentioned her last week, Victoria in the women's. She's got to do it again this year. Just that pop, it'll be bigger than CM Punk on Dynamite's pop. Well, there's uh, no women left on SmackDown now, um, so they're gonna have to have some surprises. Well, let's jump into that because that was a, a rather shocking piece of news we all kind of got last night that um, Tony Storm, he's still, there's still no official news on WWE.com as of yet, but it's more or less been confirmed, is my understanding, without an official announcement. Um, but Tony Storm has indeed been released by the WWE. And from what I've read, we understand that it was a request rather than a just release, we don't want you anymore. Um, I've read in the last hour that, again, whilst not confirmed from the horse's mouth as it, as it was, that she was just burnt out from the WWE schedule and had already had enough, requested the release. And because they're quite happy for their quote-unquote budgie cuts to carry on, they were quite happy to just um, grant a real release. So what are our initial thoughts on that then overall, Joe? Yeah, I'm quite shocked Tony Storm even. I mean, she's done so well. Um, she was in the Mayan Classic. She was in NXT UK for a long time. She was in NXT UK on the main NXT for a while. And yeah, she's been having matches with Charlotte Flair uh, the past couple of weeks on SmackDown as well. So they were building and they were using her, but obviously there's something Domino that's gone on and she's she's had decided to leave for whatever reason you know it is a shame she is a very very talented wrestler and yeah best of luck in her future endeavors you know no pun intended but yeah i i was really shocked i think had she not got a match on day one against charlotte flair for the no that was title. on this week's this was uh this week's or last week's smackdown right um that she had the match and she unfortunately didn't win um but yeah she's been um, having a title picture for a while um she's been tagging with sasha banks um as well but on the past couple ones um sasha banks actually been getting the title match instead i, I was saying to joe today that i can't really see her winning the title within the next year or so um i can see a you know royal rumble winner being bailey and it's just going to be between the four horsewomen with the title maybe a couple exceptions um but you look at um someone like tony storm all of her friends are now being released um, her fiance is in New Japan, Juice Robinson. 
So mm. really backstage, I know she, she's got loads of friends anyway, but all of the main friends and people that she came up in the business with are in AEW or they're in New Japan. So she's probably going, you know what, I'm getting burnt out. I'm traveling all the time. I'm not happy. I want to be around other people. So it's understandable and it is a shame that she's gone, but also she can go into any promotion and do really well. So I'm not worried about her. Yeah, it was, you know, like like we've said before, I mean, the amount of times over the last year almost of doing this now where we've had episodes dedicated specifically to releases, even though this is just an isolated release, it was still quite shocking, even though, like we say, her herself requested it. And especially because she has been a mainstay on SmackDown, certainly for the last few weeks, on this build-up with the storyline with Charlotte Flair. Um, but, I mean whether or not they saw something or they thought something was happening with her and that's why they had the title much earlier than anticipated. Who knows? But um, she's she's gone. So you know what I'm going to ask now? Where's she going to end up? Um, well, AEW seems the most obvious answer, but I think there must be something going on with Juice as well. I can't see her going back over to Japan. So if I had to fantasy book it, um, Britt Baker posted within five minutes a picture of her. So... If you said to me, Britt Baker versus Tony Storm, take my money now, get her in AEW. I'll say, I know Jamie would like that. He'd like to see a Tony Storm Britt Baker match. But Jamie, can you realistically see her? I mean, not realistically see her go into AEW because I think that is, well, it's, it's the most obvious realistic opportunity. Mm-hmm. I think the thing she's more likely to go to AEW than she is Impact if she was to choose another American promotion. But can you see that being something? after the three-month period or maybe a little bit later on down the line? Look, three months, well, she says she's burnt out, so, I mean... Is three months going to be enough? I mean, the contract comes in three months' time. I'm sure she's not going to turn it down, is she, if it gets offered in that, if it gets offered in three months. But realistically, if she is burnt out, possibly wait six months. AEW's big event will be on, all out, in August. September time, plenty of time there, but yeah, you never know when it when it can happen. Obviously, three months time, you'd most likely be looking at Revolution in March. She could be the Joker. Double check Oh God, yeah, she will. There'll be another one of these battle royals. She'll be the Joker. She'll win it. It's like the Joker's well, we, always bloody doing these matches. We saw Mercedes Martinez turn up, which was quite a surprise yes. last night. Well, she did, I watched she it last got... night live. She got no pop. She got she no did reaction. Not, nobody knew who it was. That's why. Like, who even is this? Oh, I, yes, it's I, that I, I car. I the same. <laughs> I watched it live last night. Uh, well, the New Year's the hell is she doing here? Um, it's a bit surprising because yeah. she was on um, Impact like a month ago. She turned up and she was somebody's tag partner in Impact. I thought she was Impact. She was signed to Impact. Then when I saw she was on AEW, I went, to be fair, like I'm a fan of her work, she's good, but I, I saw that she turned up and I just went, oh, all right. I was more more happy that Jericho came back, to be honest. No, she'll be on Raw on Monday. She'll be completing the hat trick, three promotions within the space of like three weeks. And she's off Raw, I know you didn't mention it. Who did, who came on Raw, Dan? Right. You were very excited about No. That, that we they missed such a big opportunity. They missed such a big opportunity. What's that? Why why did Bischoff not say it? Why did he not say it? it doesn't matter if it lasts just 
three minutes. Why couldn't he See, just say you, it? I thought you were. Yeah, I was talking about Grayson Waller. No, forget that. <laughs> the fact that Bishop was on there and he didn't say it doesn't matter whether it lasts just three minutes. I know he couldn't have said the follow-up line because, unfortunately, neither member of Three Minute Warning could enter the arena in their current position. Uh, but uh, yeah, they 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 missed an opportunity there. They missed an opportunity there. If only he'd been done up in the mask again, and he could have ripped it off. We did That's say one of the best. I, um, I have been to many um, wrestling weddings. He did say that backstage, <laughs> and officiated them as well by the looks of it. But yeah, I was more excited about Grayson Roller, like Jamie said, him, him coming out. But it was a bit flat. Like he had a bit of an argument with AJ Styles, and then Apollo came out, and he just kind of rolled out the ring. Like and so, you think who is who doing? is this Grayson Waller then? Um, he's an NXT superstar. He's in the War Games match, but he's basically um, got nuclear heat. He's the one who took out um, Johnny Gargano on his on his like last night, where he started like throwing him around and beating him up, as you say in farewell. Um, so is this the talent that AJ Styles appeared on NXT last week to call out effectively? Yeah, and he's facing right. him at uh, New Year's Evil next Wednesday on NXT. New Year's mm. Evil, did you just say? That's what it's yeah, called. Yeah, that's the NXT. That's what it was called show. last year. Yeah, he's got an amazing card as well. Really looking forward to it. Riddle's got a match on it, hasn't he? Is he not involved in a yeah. six-man? He's is teaming up with MSK. Walter to take in the Imperium match as well, isn't he? With the returning Walter, that's right. Yes. So he's good that we're getting Walter in the America. It's just, you know, bringing him closer and closer to that main roster, ready to debut on the main roster, disappear after two weeks, get repackaged six months later, have one match on Raw, and then get released. I can see it all now. It's written in the stars. Written in the stars, million miles away. That was a WrestleMania theme, wasn't it? I think that so, yeah. Well, no. Kevin so Kevin Rudolph, dear. if I remember. Kevin yes. Rudolph. I made it. Um, <laughs> I made it. 27, 28, one of them, two knows. Um, Where the theme song was better than the actual pay-per-view. That's happened many a time with WrestleMania, let's be honest, especially in the last few years. Uh, but yeah, so let's see where uh, Tony Storm does end up. But best wishes to herself. I think, I might be wrong, but I'm, my prediction is is that it will be AEW. However, it's not going to be after, just after the three months are up. I think she's going to want longer. It might not be till summer next year. Um, give her a bit of time. A bit of time to stew. Um and we'll see what's up there. See if people remember, or see if it's another Mercedes moment. Who knows? Um, but going into some um, rather pleasant good news as well this week as well. Good old Jr. himself did return on Dynamite last night at the time of recording, um, because he's had his treatment, and we're happy to say he is cancer free, which is very good news, isn't it? It's pretty the voice of wrestling himself it's uh you know it's i think we forget as we get older so do the people we grew up watching or listening and they were already a lot older than us to start with so you know for somebody like jr to get a diagnosis like he did at his age or rather at his stage in his life and you know without using words that are going to offend you know it didn't finish him off he had his treatment he got through it He's cancer-free, 
I know there's always the fact of, you know, that something could come back, but you, you can't look at it that way. You've got to look at the fact that as it stands at the moment, you've beaten cancer and he has, and you know, he's going to be better for it. And, you know, he's more or less come straight. Yeah, Mr. Beat, he's come straight back to work, straight back on TV. Was he, um, I assume Jamie was commentating the entire night, was he? Was he on the entire programme? Yeah, yeah. Uh, AEW started off with JR coming out, getting a great applause. Did he have a theme music? I don't think I've heard his theme. Is it similar to his yeah, the Oklahoma music? Sooner. It is still yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, yeah good. Yeah, the Oklahoma Sooner theme. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, and then it was a big night in AEW because it was the last time they're going to be on TNT. TNT. Because it moves to TBS next week, AEW. Um, yeah, and then Rampage is staying on. Staying on TNT, isn't it? Rampage yeah. is staying on TNT, isn't it? Yeah. Dynamite's last appearance for. And we're getting it's Rampage as well. Yeah. Yes, you are right. We are finally in the UK getting Rampage on a terrestrial TV channel at stupid o'clock in the evening on a Tuesday to be repeated again at stupid o'clock in the evening Just on a Thursday. Fight TV. But at least we're getting it. Well, why do I need to do that when I can watch, watch it, it for free and want. put it on record and then watch it whenever I want? Four days later. Well, yeah, yeah, but I'll need four days to recover <laughs> from whatever shite has been on SmackDown or Raw. So that's if you remember, that's what the um, that's what they did. Remember the darts game show Bullseye? They used yes. to have it on prime time, and it didn't work. So they put it in the middle of the night when nobody was watching. It got record like ratings, so they had to move it back. So it just shows if a show's good, people are watching no matter what the time. It and, got record rates at that time because people went out, had too much to drink and got back from the pubs and everybody was just putting it on TV and watching it, that's why. You can't be a bit of bully time. You can't be a bit of bully. But don't forget as well, though, with Fight TV, you get exclusive pay-per-views like what? Battle of the Belt. No. Exclusive no. only on Fight TV. And yeah, but with the WWE Network, with the WWE Network, I get the bump. Oh, sweet Jesus. So, so, does, so, does, you, so does YouTube, <laughs> yeah. And I get to watch 205 Live and main event and all sorts. Look, there it is. Battle of the Belts already there. Purchase with my AEW Plus. But I'll just wait until next week and watch it on terrestrial TV. It won't be, will it? Yeah, because it's just an episode of Dynamite. It's just a Dynamite special. No, no, it's, a Saturday, it's a Saturday night pay-per-view. It's, it's still Dynamite. They've just moved Dynamite sure? to Saturday. I don't believe yeah. so. They have, right? Let's have a look. Here we go. Here we on go. On January 8th, get ready for the first special event of All Elite Wrestling Live on Fight. It's Battle hey. of the Belts. Nothing about Dynamite whatsoever. No, there it is. The television special, you are right. So, in that case, then, I suppose Fight it's TV a bit exclusive. The best way to describe it, then, is because it's not an episode. Because it's not a weekly TV episode of Dynamite Rampage, but it's not a lineal pay-per-view like All Outs and things like that. It's basically, the best way to describe it, it's like... Um, Saturday Night Superstars or Champions, whatever you it, It's like it's like um, Clash of Champions, WCW, yeah. where Clash of the Champions wasn't... A, it, was, it was on pay-per-view, but it wasn't a pay-per-view event. It was a Saturday Night 
special in between the weekly shows and the pay-per-views mm-hmm. almost like an entire entirely different special in itself so so that's yeah. next saturday um which will be the eighth yeah it's good so i can watch that on the sunday because obviously we've got day one this weekend on a saturday for a change which is good because I can watch it live because we will be where the next day. But then I totally forgot it was a bank holiday on Monday over here in the UK anyway on Monday. So even if it was on Sunday, I'm not in work on Monday, so I couldn't watch it live anyway. So that was a nice surprise to know about. I didn't even realise it was a bank holiday on Monday. You'll be watching it live. I'll be watching. I, I don't watch them live if I'm working the next day because I value my health over the poor storytelling. Um, but um, I did until. I'm not, you know, I'm looking forward, I think, to day one. I think there's actually a decent card and some actual build-up for a change for WWE, which is rare these days. But, um, yeah, before we get on to that, I know, Dan, you were rather interested in um, the fact that WWE released their top 20. Well, they did a top 25 and, and then kind of broke it down and said, oh, here's our top 10 in the matches of 2021. And there's some interesting matches that have been included in there. Um, we're not going to go through each and every one because we'd still be here at day two in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, or day one, two, it would be cool. Um, but we'll have a look at some of the highlights from it. So at number 25, they've gone for Bob the Lash versus Drew McIntyre at Hell in the Cell. Um, from what I remember, it was an okay match, to be fair, and probably, in my view anyway, better than probably over half of the matches that are going to be on this list that have got better placings than the rest of them anyway. Because straight away, I'm looking at that at number 25, and at number 23, they've got Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley, a crown jewel in the no-holds-barred match. Surely the hell in the cell was better than that, was it not? Yeah, but we said that there's probably one of Goldberg's best matches in like 10 odd years. Um, so you probably yeah. put it on the list for that because we were all just so surprised by it. 20, uh, number 20, Reigns versus Cesaro, universal title match at Backlash. I refuse to call it WrestleMania Backlash. That was a decent <laughs> match from what I remember. Yeah, it was solid. I mean, you're always going to get that with Cesaro and the showing that he had at WrestleMania. They had to do something with him. You know Cesaro is always going to put on a yeah. decent match. So I'm, I'm not surprised with I think he had a couple on the list as well, Cesaro. So I'm not surprised about that. He did. Uh, number 19, I don't necessarily agree with this being on the list because I thought the men's match was better and I can't see that on... Oh, maybe it's on the list, actually. But I don't know whether this it's should be on up, the list. Yeah. The women's war games match. I thought it was a bit of a cluster. I thought it was good. I thought the storytelling in it was really good. Um, the fact that Cora Jade hit herself and then she was being protected by the rest of her team and she was the one who ended up getting the win. So storytelling-wise, it's one of those stories in a match that I remember throughout the year. So I'm glad it made it in there. But and I think the men's one is further up. Uh, I think it was number eight or nine, uh, if yeah. I remember. Um, that deserves to number be in there. Number eight, because, yeah. Yeah, you had four people um, who've, well, Carmelo Hayes aside, the other three people have only had five or six matches on telly. And then all of a sudden they're in the main event of a pay-per-view, smashing it. So for them to turn it around like that, just like Pat McAfee going against Adam Cole the year beforehand, that deserved to be on the list as well. And Bad Bunny making it in at number 10. You know, somebody oh, yeah. who's never had a match no. before. No, right. Joe, what's going on here? Number 10. Number 10. 
Bad Bunny and Damien Priest versus The Miz and Morrison at night, one of WrestleMania. What is going on there? Well, Bad Bunny, considering he's a rap artist, he's never wrestled before. A rap artist? I, 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 I use that term you. loosely. Where's the talent? I, I'm yet to see any. <laughs> I mean, you remember Grammy when, like, Award winning artist. Grammy yeah, Award, the they just give I mean, them out these days. Do you remember when Raw had like, um, special like, announcers? Like, he had like Hugh Jackman there, he had like Ozzy Osbourne, at least. Like, Bad Bunny loves WWE and he was teed up with like a proper wrestler like Damien Priest. And him versus The Miz, like, if you remember, like this time last year, like that was like the longest built feud over WrestleMania. They, they started that in like what the Royal Rumble and it, all the way to WrestleMania last year. So it was all throughout last year. And considering Bad Bunny isn't a trained professional wrestler, he's a he's an he's a singer a rapper. I thought he did really well. Fair enough. I mean, I thought I thought he did well, but the tenth best match of the year. I reserve further comments. It is a bit of a stretch. Yeah. Well, um, Roman Reigns and John Cena from SummerSlam, number six. I'm surprised that's not a bit higher. I thought they might have put that in the top three or four because I actually quite enjoyed that for what it was, to be honest. Um, number. I don't agree with this. Number four and three. Apparently, Walter versus Dragunov back at um, TakeOver 36 wasn't as good as... Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. I, from what I remember, that triple threat match was was okay, but a lot of people online were a bit uh, about it, and they put that at number three. That apparently is the third best match of the year in WWE, whereas uh, Walter Juggernaut two was not as. How many of those matches actually got a Meltzer five star? Because I'm pretty sure. The Walter match was the only one on that list that did. Did did think, that Walter right match right. get five stars? I know the first one did. This was six. their second, didn't it? It got five stars. Uh, the first yeah. one got five point two five, and then this one got five. Um, I think there was one other match this year that did get five stars by Meltzer. I mean, whoever's got the quiz next week can put that in there, I guess. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that um, that Dragonoff one was a five stars. There's a couple that, that came close to it, but that one definitely got the five stars. Yeah. Well, number two, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, the women's title match at WrestleMania. A, a, a good match. The only thing I can remember from it, though, was the whipping of the hair and the um, like bruise to the skin straight away. And that noise, it just echoed around an open-air arena stadium. <laughs> um, and then number one, I mean, I don't know what's more shocking here. The fact that it's a Hell in a Cell match at number one. Edge versus Rollins, very good match. And I can see why they... I don't have massive complaints about it. I can see why they put it at number one. But the fact that the number one match of the year happened at the Crown Jewel Jack. <laughs> Which, I uh, oh, what you complaining about. Everyone was saying it was one of the events of the year. Event of the year? Yeah. Well, you said it. The event of the year <laughs> was the 2021... Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, <laughs> where the real world champion was crowned. Anyway, <laughs> I think if we had to put pay per views in order of like what were the pay per views of the year, obviously, all eight is pay per view of the year. Um, yeah. I'd say WrestleMania because we had the fans back and no, we were no. all just so, so, in so SummerSlam was better than WrestleMania and Crown Jewel. I'd say Crown Jewel, I put Crown Jewel at two. I really enjoyed oh. that. All eight was the best. 
Yeah, because of the camels. Yeah, yeah well, no, okay, fair enough. Let's not forget about Riddle coming out on that fucking camel. You yeah, all saying, go back to the life. episode, you were all saying it could have been better than SummerSlam. I'm pretty sure you all said it. Why wasn't that on everybody's top lists of last week? The camels and Crown Jewel. See, there was so much more. We're going to have to have a part two with all these things we forgot about. The camels <laughs> in a number one. Right. Yeah, that was the top 20, well, it wasn't a full list of the top 25, but that was some highlights from the top 25. I mean, it's all subjective. At the end of the day, this isn't anything that anybody's voted on. This is WWE.com personnel that have just grabbed some grabbed some matches, thrown them together. As I say, it's very subjective. Some of them I agree with, some of them I don't know why they're even on the list. I can see why they put number one at number one. I actually preferred Reigns and... Cena at SummerSlam, as opposed to Lash Legend versus Suri <clears throat> from uh, this week's 205 Live didn't make the list. Did you hear about that? It was apparently the worst match of 2021, and it's been was, heavily edited. I was going to say, this was the one where, yeah, they had to heavily edit and take a lot out and kind of rejig it about, and even then, apparently, it was still really, really bad. Um, I haven't yep. watched it. Maybe I should watch it to see how bad it was, but and do these people still have their job after this? They do. Um, Lash Legend's been doing this interviewing segment backstage where she's talking to um, people, like doing like a talk show. And she's talking to just fans saying, like, oh, did you see this person did this and this person did that? But they've been kind of like given a soft debut on 205 Live. She faced the Mary Miller the week beforehand. Match was dreadful and Mary Miller carried her through it. Um, she's definitely got a lot of work that she needs doing, but Siri's quite, she's not green, but she's quite rough. She's quite hard hitting, sort of Japanese strong style. Um, So it's, you know, having that versus like a Miz style of wrestling, it kind of just didn't work. Um, And when I saw that article, I shared it to Joe straight away because Lash Legend is very, very green and she does need a lot of work. Um, But her actual mic skills, storytelling is pretty good. But in terms of in-ring work, she does have a lot to do. And I, I can see why that would be pretty bad. Okay, right. Let's have a look then at this weekend's, well, first event of the year coming live on Saturday, January the 1st. It is the best pay-per-view name since Stomping Grounds and Great Ball of Fire. It is WWE Day 1. And as I said earlier, um, as silly as the name is, I actually think the card itself is actually quite strong. Yes, there's a couple of matches that we've seen before on there, but I think overall, I, I am looking forward to it. Like I said, I will watch it live because it's uh, on a Saturday evening and I'm off work the next day. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But the most important thing, of course, about all this is that it's the start of a brand new pay-per-view prediction league for 2022 so the question is can crawford 19 himself reclaim the crown in in put that award down that fake award Um, can he reclaim the crown in 2022 a reminder of the scores from 2021 had 
Me on 36. I must have missed a couple of weeks. I'm sure I must have. Um, I think Brad still scored higher, didn't he? <laughs> uh, Joe on 38, Dan on 44, and Jamie on 49. So the scores are reset. It is 2022, or rather it will be on Saturday. So it is all to play for as we have a breakdown of the card. So as always, guys, we'll go round each one. We'll have our thoughts on the matches who we think is going to win and why. And it's um, rather good that we're recording at the time that we are because not long before we started recording, the WWE announced the kickoff match for day one. So we include that as part of our predictions as a little bonus, so why not? So then, let's have a look at this. We'll start with... We'll do things a bit different. We'll start. We used to go Joe, Dan, Jamie, and me. So we'll go Jamie, me, Dan, and Joe. We'll we'll go round this way round this time. Why not? So the first match, the kickoff match for day one, very very exciting. I must say, uh, awaiting this one with bated breath. Actually, to the point where I'll make a point of not watching the kickoff show as normal. As we have a tag team match Cesaro and Ricochet versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland. Jamie, I'm sure you've got plenty to talk about on this one, but your pick for this match and why? Um, Jesus. All right. Um, let's go for Cesaro and Ricochet. Why? Only because the two jobbers that like to win on pay-per-views. They always seem to get like okay appearances on pay-per-views. And yeah, why not? Let's get let's give them the win. Obviously, Sheamus absolutely annihilated. Was it Ricochet on Raw? I just completely broke kicked the face out of him. Yeah. And usually, as you say, if they have the upper hand on Raw, they're going to lose at the pay-per-view next. So, yeah, Cesaro got... Ricochet. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, I I kind of mirror what yourself is saying there. I I don't see any particular reason for Sheamus and Ridgehorn to win this one. They like to get the baby faces over, especially on a kickoff show, usually to get people to buy the event. It's the first event of the year. They want people to start the year happy. Um, Jericho is free. And yes, for no reason other than I have no other reason to Is this why you wanted to go after me so you could steal all my answers? No, I'm doing it so you can't steal Dan's answers like normal. Um, yeah, yeah, that's why I'm... I beat him by like 10 points. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, I'm going for the same one. I'm going for Cesaro and Ricochet. Uh, yes, Daniel. Yeah, complete opposite. I'm going for Sheamus and Ridge Holland only because um, with Ridge Holland's debut, he's saying about how he's idolising Sheamus. How these when he used to be a rugby player, he used to watch Sheamus and beat people up, and that's what inspired him to be a wrestler. Um, we ultimately in 2022 want to see Sheamus win the Intercontinental Title because it's the last title. He's missing to get his Grand Slam, but I could see a cheeky little tag run maybe going with the two of them, protege and student, and I think it's a good way to kick it off. So, uh, Seamus and Rich Holland for the win. Go. Exactly the same, Seamus and Rich Holland. 
um, same reason as Dan Cesaro and Ricochet just kind of put together a team. Um, as Dan said, Rich Holland's come into SmackDown saying he idolizes um, Sheamus. He's kind of following him everywhere. He's kind of his protege. So similar to Dan, they're going to have like a little tag run and then Sheamus is going to get on him and bro kick in the face. Lovely stuff. Right. Cool. First, again, no particular order. Let's just go as it is listed. First match that we're going to say is on the main card is the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. And we have Randy Orton and Matt Riddle, the champions, defending against the Street Profits. Jamie, go for it. Who am bro. I? Hey. Okay, bro. No. Yeah, simple and as easy as that, is it? Yeah, they're not going to end it yet. There, I think they might eventually break up, possibly in a Royal Rumble. Riddle will eliminate Randy Orton or something like that, and that will be like the the cause of their turn or something like that. And they'll have a match at WrestleMania, but not yet. They'll still go for at least until the end of January, February time, ready for a WrestleMania match. It does just sound like I am copying you now because I was going to say see? exactly the same thing. However, I was going to say it'll be Orton that'll eliminate Riddle in the Rumble. It will be, and uh, that'll be the start of the full breakup. Because didn't Randy Orton look like he was going to RKO Riddle on Raw this week from what I read online? And he was kind of just well, he gave him a hug. Him. He said, Oh, your Christmas present is I've got you a hug um, in front, you know, just us two. It just stays between us. And then. Um, Randy just went to mime and RKO and just laughed and, like, don't do that to me again. Bro. This is why I don't tune into more. <laughs> don't worry, Daniel. I'll watch it. I'll let you know. Yeah, um, I can see, as Jamie mentioned, it's building towards WrestleMania with those two having a match. I think the turn's going to come more towards actual Royal Rumble itself, where Randy eliminates uh, Riddle or Riddle eliminates Randy, um, you know, and he starts to become a fan favourite. Um but the, the only annoying thing is there was the RK um, Bronament to get the number one contenders where um, the Street Profits ended up beating the Mysterios to become the number one contenders. So anytime that somebody goes through a tournament to become a number one contender, it makes me think that they've already gone through all of the work and they should actually pick up the belts. But I think it's a little bit early for them to lose the belts. And also with the New Year's Evil graphic, for NXT, Riddle's got the title, and I think they're too lazy to make him drop the belt after redo the graphic. Um, mm. So that alone makes me think that RK Bro are going to retain. Good stuff. Joe, have you got a similar opinion on this, or are you going to go against the green? Uh, exactly the same as you guy, RK Bro to win. I can't see the profits winning. They've kind of like been a bit lackluster at the minute, and uh, the rumours on. The date sheets are that um, they're going to turn Montez Ford heel. I don't know if they're still going to do that or not, but there's been rumours for a while that they're going to turn him. And then on Raw, he could have had like kind of a rumour do rag and he's like, change his hairstyle. And any time they change the wrestling look, then they're going to change your character. That's just how it works. So he definitely portrays himself a lot differently on Raw. So I think that they're going to turn Montez Ford heel on his tag partner. Okay. Right. Let's go to the Intercontinental Championship. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Sami Zayn. Jamie. I'd love it 
I would absolutely love it for Sami Zayn to win. But everything that's going on with the conspiracies and everything, you can't look beyond Shinsuke Nakamura. However, with everything that's gone on with Brock Lesnar, you know what? I've already won one title. I don't care anymore. Sami Zayn. Oh, no, Sami Zayn's going to win. Right. I am picking Sami Zayn as well. But I think it's because on the conspiracy front, I think he's going to win and he's going to win clean. And he's going to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe that I've won and I've won clean. And then they're going to have their rematch a few days later on SmackDown and Shinsuke's just going to win it straight back. And that's going to be the new conspiracy. The the only won it, so he had to drop it again, if that made sense. So I'm going with Sami Zayn to win the title. But, uh, yeah, drop it a few days later. Dan? Yeah, I'm going with Shinsuke Retains. Um, it is a bit of a difficult one because uh, Sami Zayn went through a gauntlet on Christmas Eve, um, you know, surviving 12 other people to get a chance at the title. But I think it's going to be a case of Rick Boog's ringside is going to get involved, uh, cause a distraction. Sami's going to complain like, ref, how did you not see that? And then Shinsuke's going to hit the Shinkasa and then pin him and get out of there. Um, I really want Shinsuke to drop the belt because he's only defended it once in about six months. But I think today, it's not the time for him to uh, drop the belt at the moment. I think for an up-and-comer, maybe, to give it to somebody else. Uh, but I'm going to go for Shinsuke to retain. Okay, then. And Joe? I'm going to go with you and Jamie on this. I think Sami Zayn's going to win it. Um, and he'll like do the dastardly thing to win it. I think the same as you guys, that he'll play to his conspiracy and he'll end up having to like he'll end up talking himself into defending it and like somebody like I know Gable Stevenson or somebody like somebody new will come and like in for it, like out of nowhere. He'll talk he'll do some nonsense back to to annoy Adam Pierce or Sonny Deville. And they'll be like, Okay, you have to defend the title and the old pick as a joke and he'll pick somebody new and then he'll lose and then he'll go with his conspiracy theories again. Okay, smashing similar on similar pages. Couple of us there. Um, right, this this one surely we can just knock this off because Hugh McIntyre. Yeah, yeah, good. I know we were going straight to that one. So Madcap Moss and Drew McIntyre. Uh, yeah, we we got McIntyre, have we, Jamie? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to copy you as well. I'm going to go McIntyre. No, in fact, no. Let's start the gear off strong with quality points to be at the top. Let's go for that mad cat. No, of course, I'm not Drew McIntyre. Dan and Joe, <laughs> are we even going into anything for you guys, or are you just agreeing? No, I think there's going to be a strong build towards McIntyre potentially winning the second Rumble, so McIntyre gets an easy win, to be honest. That will do me. Lovely. Mad Cat Moss by this qualification. No, Mad Cat Moss to win the Rumble. Right. Raw Women's Championship. Becky Lynch defending against Liv Morgan, Jamie. Oh. I love Liv. I think she's great. Liv I'd love her to win. Love. Um, no, I think... It's, I don't want to say it's too early for her, but Becky Lynch is on a hot trail. I mean, yeah. you look at does it, does it like, make any sense for no. Becky Lynch to lose it to Liv Morgan? 
I mean, it builds Liv Morgan to be a, a world beater to a degree. But, yeah, this, Becky Lynch is the hottest thing going female-wise in WWE at the moment. So to lose it to Liv Morgan and just kind of, no, yeah, I can't see it happening. Possibly give her a WrestleMania moment, maybe. I'm not saying Liv Morgan will win the Rumble, but maybe someone from SmackDown will win it and Liv Morgan will get her rematch at Mania and win it at Mania. I could possibly see that. But at the moment, no. Uh, Becky Lynch to retain. Stuff. Okay. Um, Dan? Oh, sorry, it's um, me yeah. and Tim. It's um, you. And that's, well, it's because I'm agreeing again. I'm just copying you again. It's, it's Be- <laughs> Becky Lynch to retain. Yeah, Dan. I think we need to start looking towards a WrestleMania picture and what the main events could be. Can I see Liv Morgan in one of the main events of WrestleMania? Nah. So I'm going to go. Challenger, yeah. That's a challenger. I could see it. Have you? That did you see a promo from match. last week's Raw? Oh my days! Was that Jesus. the very heavily scripted one? Yeah, that was dreadful. That she couldn't follow. Um, so I'm going to stick with Becky Lynch. I think we're building towards a potential Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch WrestleMania. So. We'll stick with There's more chance of the rock turning up, which we've already established isn't happening. Hey, you had a battle royal at um, Survivor Series sponsored by Pizza Hut. What more do you want? No, the egg. The best moment egg. of 2021. Right, uh, Joe. Becky. Easy. That's what we want to see. All right. SmackDown Tag Team Championships. The Usos defending it against the New Day. Okay, Jamie, who have you got for this one then? Because this one, I think, is one of them that I feel really could go either way. Yeah. Usos, let's go for them, why not? Okay. There's going to be no title changes on this card. Oh, no. Sami Zayn will be the only title change. I am going for the New Day, and I will explain why when it comes to the main event. I'm going for the New Day, Dan. Yeah, I'm I'm picking New Day as well, but my reason is because you look at the teams that they got on SmackDown um, in terms of challengers who could challenge, and there's more heel tag teams than there is face tag teams. You know, you look at Riddick Moss and and um, Baron Corbin. Um, they've also got the Alpha Academy. Loads of heel tag teams. There isn't many face tag teams. I think you just got the Viking Raiders. And can we honestly see Viking Raiders versus you? The Jobber Raiders. No, yeah. Let's be honest though. At WrestleMania, it's still going to be the Usos versus New Day at WrestleMania. Oh God, I know. Yeah, thrice, yeah. twice, we have it. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. But well, to be fair, thirty-seven times. To be fair, I think. Possibly at WrestleMania, you, you could see a, a triple threat, a fatal four-way ladder match, perhaps, between them. They always do stuff like that, yeah, don't they? they? Do. And if you remember, 37 was Miz and Morrison versus New Day versus Usos, but um, half of them had COVID, so they had to do a triple threat match for the tag titles, if you remember. Um, but yeah, I'm picking um, the New Day. I think it's the case that the New Day could end up retiring, being 30-time tag champs. I, I don't think it matters. They're already voted the best tag team. Um, in WWE history so yeah put it on the New Day because it, they can hold the belts even if they drop it two weeks later to somebody like Madcap Moss and um, Happy Corbin you know it still doesn't matter but there's so many more heel tag teams and face tag teams on Smackdown I think it just makes sense to hop it over and especially with Xavier being King of the Ring 
Um, he's got the hot streak at the moment. He's facing Roman Reigns. You know, he's been in a Hell in a Cell match this year against Bobby Lashley. So why not keep up the momentum going? Okay. And Joe? New Day. There we go. So similar as Dan, like, the Usos have had it for ages. They, yeah, they've been great champions, but similar what Dan said, there's so many deal tag teams, duly face tag team to have for a bit now. So, yeah, similar. Okay, smashing. Um, another one that I feel might be, I mean, who knows if it's going to be as obvious as what it, what it is, but um, we've got Edge versus The Miz, Jamie. The Miz to him. Don't be so stupid. Dan is not so along. You're going along. for the Miz. What, what does what does Edge need this win for? Just he say. doesn't, and that's exactly why they'll book him to win. I'm going with Edge because they'll just book him to win because he's Edge. The Miz is the best. He, I mean, yeah. I can't, again, like I said, it could it could go either way. It could be one of those like Edge and Seth Rollins this year where they face each other five times at every single pay per view. And it could lead to another WrestleMania match between the two to end it. So Edge could win this one. The Miz might win at the Rumble. And then they have their rubber match at WrestleMania. Yeah, it could go That's either way. Over. I think at the end of it, the Miz is coming out of this feud on top. And the, I'm going to say the Miz is going to win. Okay, well, I'm going with Edge, like I said, for no other reason than it's Edge, so they'll just book him to win. Um, but, uh, yeah, and Dan... they ruined the man's wedding. But... <laughs> but it's true. It doesn't yeah, matter um, if it lasts just three minutes. <laughs> Go on, Dan. I'm agreeing with Jamie. I'm going with the Miz only because you look hey. at the corner. You look at the Miz's corner. He's got Maurice in the corner, and the renewal of the vows got ruined. You know, ruined. She yes. was in a white dress, and it got drenched with blood. No, that's it. That's no, why. I just realised Beth Phoenix is going to come and help be because it's it is. It's going to be the intergender mixed tag team match at WrestleMania. That's WrestleMania main event on night Ooh. one. Yeah, but <laughs> well, we all know that yeah. um, WrestleMania is going to be Edge versus AJ Styles. Um, that's where it's leading to. Um, but um, yeah, I think Beth Phoenix has to get involved in it, and I think maybe at the next pay per view before WrestleMania they can lead on with that. Um, but I think Maurice is going to be the decided factor. She's going to screw over Edge, which means that Beth Phoenix is then going to get involved. Um, but yeah, I can see the Miz picking this one up. Right then, Joe. Any any backing for me on this one? Or are you the Miz as no, well? No, you just you. That's why I finished bottom, Aaron. We <laughs> top on record. I'm going to see Edge. I'm going to see Edge to win, but I think. I think I think Maurice is saying it's going to be very involved, but I think Maurice is actually going to cause the Miz to lose the match, and then Edge is going to steer um, Miz out of his boot because uh, Maurice will be like getting the ring involved. I think the same as Dan, that Bethany is definitely getting involved because she's just quit NXT, and it's going to be a mixed tag match. Same as Dan said, like Royal Rumble to be. Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Miz and Maurice. That's definitely where to go in. Uh, but yeah, Edge to win by uh, Maurice costing Miz a match. Okay. Right. The two main events then. We will start with the fatal four way match Big E defending the title against Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, and Bob the Lash. Now, what I will say is, is and I suppose it's the same for all of these, there has been reports. This week, that there is a fair few talent um, with the COVID Crawford 19. 
Um, and as such, that's why Raw was a little bit different this week. So it looks as if they've been keeping some people off Raw and SmackDown this week to hope that everyone's going to be okay for day one. As it stands at the moment, it looks as if it is going to. So we'll, you know, we'll stick with these as they are. But yes, Jamie, the Fatal Four Way match with Big E defending the WWE Championship. Who have we got and why? I think again, he's going to have a big year. Um. No point. It's going to be Big E. Yeah. Big E to have a big year. Uh, yes, that's fair enough. And nothing more that I need to add to that other than I agree. Big E. Oh, Daniel. big surprise. He agrees. Um, I'm going with Kevin Owens. Don't be stupid. Who's just signed a new contract? Who was about to go to and reform at Rushmore? No, they're going to put the title. It's going to be one of these ones. You remember the championship scramble where Jericho crawls in and just pins somebody <laughs> in the last three seconds? It's going to be Kevin Owens. There's going to be a big move hit by Bob Delash, and everyone's going to be down. And then Kevin Owens just crawls in, puts his arm over, and he becomes a WWE champion, only to lose it at the Royal Rumble. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go for Kevin Owens because he's probably had it written in his contract. Isn't that a guess? Right. Joe? I'm going to agree with you with JBC Big E to win because there's three other heels, you know, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley, and um, Big E's going to have a big ending, no, no pun intended, where hey. he overcomes he's all the He's going to have a big year. And he's going to beat Kevin Owens, Seth, you know, Seth Rollins, Bob Lashley. He's going to overcome all the odds. But I would absolutely love it if Kevin Owens took a massive shit on him just, just <laughs> at the last the minute of Santa comes in, does a stunner. Or, or Biggie just does, like, he decimates everyone. He's about to pin, like, Seth Bobby. And then Kevin Owens like, comes in, stunner him, and then still at the end. I would absolutely love that. And mm-hmm. I think WWE, at that effort, I honestly think that Biggie's been put in this opportunity because everyone else in that match is a heel and the odds are against him. What better opportunity to come overcome everything than to Biggie to like win at the end of go? Like a bit three people. I, I was against the odds and now I've won. So the simplest story is to go with Biggie, I think. Okay. No, I think that's a fair enough. Right, then the main event, the Universal Championship match, perhaps one of the most intriguing matches on the card. We have that Roman Reigns defending the championship against uh, the Farmer Giles himself, Brock Lesnar. Come on then, Jamie. This is your last chance to grab some quality points. Who and why? So many different scenarios going in my head right now, but the one I'm going to stick with for this episode... It depends, obviously, what happens on SmackDown. Could obviously change that, but obviously I have to put a prediction in from this moment now. So I'm going to say Roman Reigns will retain and Paul Heyman will help and pledges allegiance to his tribal chief. Okay. I don't think Reigns is going to be on SmackDown this week. I think they're going to keep him off to try and help, especially Most with likely, you know, the yeah. underlying health conditions, of course, of the leukemia and stuff. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, but it, I, I agree with you. With Really, depending on what happens on SmackDown, might sway or change the minds. But as you say, because we're uh, 
time of recording. It's Thursday evening. We're going to have to make our predictions now. Um, and this is why I am going for the new Universal Champion of Brock Lesnar. I think the Usos are going to lose the Tag Team Championships. I think Brock Lesnar is going to win the Universal Championship. So then on SmackDown the week after, you've got a dejected Reigns and the Usos in the ring, all titleless. Reigns going to be really, really annoyed because um, Paul Heyman has uh, put his allegiance back onto Lesnar. That's how he's won the title back. But because of that, Lesnar, could, uh, sorry, Rain, getting my words mixed up now. Heyman even can be in the ring on SmackDown going, I told you that I was leaving with the champion. It's Brock Lesnar. He's the best, blah, 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 which straight away puts the heel and face reverse reversal um, heel back onto Lesnar, face onto Reigns because Reigns will turn on the Usos who will stay heel because he's not happy that none of them are the champions. And that's why we then lead again to Reigns and Lesnar eventually at WrestleMania, but back to Lesnar as a heel and Reigns as a face. Don't even comment, Jamie. This is exactly what's going to happen. I can happen. take half of that. Exactly what's, what's going is, to happen is the Usos could lose their titles, but Reigns will retain and he'll be like, you are awful. You are shit. Why aren't you champions anymore? I am the best, even without Paul. Well, no, Paul Heyman will come back, but there you go. And then he's basically going to take it on the Usos for losing a title. So I could see that happening, sure. But no. I mean, I like, think the Paul one thing Heyman we're all here is what if Heyman doesn't align himself with either of them and aligns himself with the brand with Brom Breaker? Brom Breaker. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. You know that's no. going to happen at some point. Like, um, it, it could all be like a ploy like I said after he got punched he has to prove himself to Roman Reigns and his only way to prove himself is to screw over Brock Lesnar for him to retain which will I, happen right what what do I think re is really going to happen I think Roman Reigns is is going to retain if I had to put money on it I'd say Roman Reigns will retain but because I think the show probably needs something uh, because I think I've played it safe, really, on the majority of the card so far. And I think if they want to make day one to be a, a, a show that people Dave. are like, wow, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's why I am going to go with Lesnar for my predictions. But let's be honest, it's probably the range. Andy also no, let's go with Lesnar. against Rollins. Well, I, don't, listen, don't worry, because if there's anybody here that picks Lesnar, and he wins five points in his on the predictions. I heard him say Mad um, Cat Moss before. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, Mad Cat Moss to interfere in the main event and just be given the title. Go on then, Dan. Come out with a golden egg. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm agreeing with Jamie. It's going to be Roman Reigns retaining, and it's going to be because of uh, Paul Heyman. He's going to, uh, it was all a big ploy, was it? Yeah, all a big ploy. All a big ploy. Yeah, I, that's probably what is going to happen, but I'll stick with Reigns. Uh, sorry, with Lesnar. Um, Joe? I agree with you, Karen. I think it's going to be Brock Lesnar. Here we go. This is he why they finished those bottom. 10 bonus points. Um, again, it's, going to be, it's all going to be about Paul Heyman being like, you know, his allegiance his to Roman Reigns, I'm trying to protect you. And I think Roman Reigns is getting too over with crowds at the minute. Like his tribal chief gimmick is actually getting over. Like he's become a cult healer. I think 
run rate wants to be booed, and I think Brock Lesnar could be booed without even trying. I think Roman Reigns needs to be a face, but this version of Roman Reigns, like the, like, the slightly arrogant version, like not the like assass version of Roman Reigns before, where he was just like nobody cared about him. Like people care about Roman Reigns, like he kicks ass, but as a face, like I'm still kick ass, but I'm gonna do it the right way. Um, Paul Heyman was brainwashing it. I'm now the tribal tree, but I'm the good tribal tree. Okay, so you've got Lesnar for the win then. What yeah, if what if a mix of everything that we've said is gonna happen, but Lesnar still wins? So what if it was a big ploy? Because they haven't done this before. It was a this'll be stupid booking, but what if it was all genius? What if it was a big ploy and at the end Heyman comes out and yes, look, we all made you think that I was not with Roman anymore. And he goes to do something to Lesnar to help Roman win, but then Lesnar counters it and wins anyway. So at least not only lost the title as Reigns, but Heyman's buggered himself over by trying to come up with his master plan that's ultimately backfired. What if that happened? Don't be so stupid. Right. Well, they are our predictions. They are locked in. No changing now. Um, And we'll see. As I said, I'm looking forward to the event. I think it'll actually be fairly decent. I assume we are all watching live then, apart from Jamie will fall asleep into match two. Yeah. Excuse me. Into match two. Lovely. Right then. It is time for the last quiz of 2021. We already know who's gonna finish bottom. We already know that Dan is the champion of 2021 with 18 points. So very well done again. Jamie on 11, Joe on seven, and I'm on six. So I either submit myself. He's definitely googling it today. Have to win to get seven and tie. Um, Make we'll sure see. you're not googling these. I now. have well, got my. To be honest, you shouldn't have to Google because it's right. all about 2021. So you've talked oh, about every Lord. single one of these points. You shouldn't. You should both get ten out of ten. All three of you should, to be honest. Let's oh, go for it then. Oh God. Well, there's more than ten points, but we'll go through it. Um, we'll start at the start of the year. Remember a pay-per-view called Elimination Chamber. But who walked out of 2021's Elimination Chamber as the WWE champion? Mm. Um. Okay. <laughs> Silence, love it. Probably thinking on that one. Number two, WrestleMania this year had a cage match, but who was in the cage match at WrestleMania? Did he? Yeah. Yes, it did. Oh, well, yes, of course it did. Okay. So, what event? WrestleMania. WrestleMania Backlash. No, WrestleMania. <laughs> WrestleMania had a cage match, sorry. It did. Number three, who did Rhea Ripley beat at WrestleMania for the Raw Women's title? It's gotta be. It's, it's gotta be. Number four, what was the tagline of this year's SummerSlam? Ugh. I remember last year's. Big of... <laughs> I remember 20, uh, 2020 because it was the return of Reigns. <laughs> and Vince McMahon was like, don't forget, you'll never see it go win. Oh, I don't know what this year was. Okay. 
when I say it, you'll be like, oh, of course it was. I'm sure one of you mentioned it or put it in a quiz before. Okay, your number five. Point each, who are your current commentary team for WWE main event? There's two people who I, is in the commentary team knows? for main event. Who actually knows that? I do, I watch it. Um, are these people actually going to know? Yeah, they, they are commentators. Um, yeah, they commentate. Oh, <laughs> okay, number six. I'll give you three answers. You can pick between three answers. How many different people have won the 24-7 title in 2021? Is it A, 15, B, 23, or C, 31? So if somebody's won it more than once, I'm, I'm classing them as one, so different people. Okay. So 15, 23, or 31. Okay. Okay, number seven. Which current SmackDown superstar was Joseph Average, the Old Spice Luchador? Oh, um, so early part of the year, the Old Spice yeah. Luchador won the 24-7 title twice. Who is Joseph Average, the Old Spice Luchador? I don't know, but I've got all right, number eight. Who lost Xavier Woods in the final of the King of the Ring tournament? Okay. Number nine. Which brand won the night 5-2 at Survivor Series? Was it Raw or SmackDown? We're getting easier questions now. Here oh, we go. Right. We got that now. <laughs> the points are in now. You're buggered now, Joe. And for four points, okay. who were the final four in the Men's Royal Rumble? <laughs> So obviously you know who won it, so that's a point. But who were the other three? So say that again. Who were the final four in the Men's Royal Rumble? In the match. Men's Royal Rumble what, match. What was number four again? Sorry, Daniel. Number four was, what's the tagline of SummerSlam? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Are you guys ready? Are you ready? Yeah. you ready? Hello, Peter. Okay, number one. Who walked out of 2021's Elimination Chamber as the WWE Champion? Jamie. The Miz. Joe. Miz. Taran. I, 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 I don't know. It was Miz. He cashed in the money in the bank. Taran's losing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like Joe okay. should be asked all the answers first. <laughs> Number two. WrestleMania this year at a cage match. Who was in it, Joe? Bob Strowman versus Shane. Taron, you the same? Yes, I have the same. If you want the proof there, it is no, Braun I believe it. I believe it. And Jamie. I also have Braun Strowman. No, he didn't. He didn't Shane even know there was a cage match. But, 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 <laughs> the answer's cool. <laughs> Number three, who did Rhea Ripley beat at Mania? Jamie. Asuka. Taron. Asuka. Joe. Asuka. Yeah, it was Asuka. Yeah. You don't go with me first. They're just stealing my answers. <laughs> I saw it on your phone when you put it to the screen as well. So I thought, oh, I'd Thank God. <laughs> Number four, what was the tagline for oh, is SummerSlam this year? Joe. Um, I didn't know I put on a roll. No. Taron. I put, darling, it's better down where it's wetter. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, I have no you know? idea. 
I put summer destination. That was just Jamie is the closest. No points. What was <laughs> your? I want to actually give him a point for that. No, hey, it's, what for the no, wrong answer? No, he's got two out of the three words, so I'm going to give him a point. It's your summer vacation destination. So that's four words. <laughs> yeah, but your doesn't really matter. You've got <laughs> summer and destination. I'll take it. I'll take your point. I'll my, give you a point for my guess, darling, it's better down where it's wetter. Had all the same letters in it. <laughs> no, it didn't. Mm. Come on, you have to admit, Jamie is closer. He had destination in summer, so we'll give him a point for that. I didn't think anyone would get that. So that's really good. No, no. no. <laughs> so number five, it's worth two points. Who are your current commentary team on main event? Taron. No, no one actually knows the answers to this. No one does. Um, I do. I, put, I watch it. I've put someone who I know isn't even employed in the WWE anymore. So why I put him, I don't know. Tom Phillips and Byron Saxon. Joe. Nigel McGuinness and Vic Jokes. Oh, and uh, Jamie. I put Corey Graves and Byron Saxton. <laughs> so two of you, two of you have got Byron Saxton, which is right. <laughs> yes, a point. <laughs> I've got a point. It's Byron. And with Byron is Kevin Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Patrick. No, it's all right. That means it's Joe a... didn't get a point on that one, and I did. Okay, how many different people have won the twenty four seven title this year, uh, Joe? 23. Karen. I went the other way. I went 31. And Jamie. Same. I'm 31. Just because well, it seems like an ex- extreme. <laughs> well, you're all wrong. You're all wrong. It was 15. Only 15? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was people a hold, stupid They've had people hold question. the title for long periods of time. So you've had Reggie and you've had Dana uh, Brooke and... Um, I just thought you were to say how stupid the title was and 31 people won it this year. <laughs> Well, no, um, it was 15, 15 different people. people. We could take that. Yeah, different yeah. people. It's not. So, yeah, none of you got that one. So, number seven, which current superstar was Joseph Average, the Old Spice Luchador? Taryn. Zaya Swerve Scott, no idea. Jamie. I put Sin Cara, he doesn't even wrestle there anymore, does he? Yeah. <laughs> Rick Boogs is the Old Spice guy, wasn't he? Spoke Rick, Boogs. Rick Boogs. He was the Old Spice guy, Rick Boogs. Well, yeah. Number eight, who lost to Xavier Woods to win the King of the Ring tournament? Jamie. Finn Balor. Taryn. Finn Balor. And Joe. Single Devil Prince. No, that's not the answer. No, that's not the answer. Yeah, Finn Balor, you'll get a point. Um, I got Finn Balor. Number nine, which brand won Survivor Series? Jamie. Raw. Taryn. Raw. Joe. Raw. Yeah, it was raw. And um, the finally, number 10, the final four in the men's rumble. We'll go Joe. Who are your four? Rollins, Edge, Finn McIntyre. Two. You got two points. Uh, Taryn. I put um, Edge, Rollins, Randy Orton, and Drew McIntyre. You got three. And Jamie. See, I wish I went for Rollins now. I went for Braun <laughs> Strowman instead of Rollins, but the other three were Edge Orton and Christian. Three. It was Christian. Yep. Edge, I remember Orton, Rollins and Christian. Four. Of course it was Rollins. Fuck's sake. Edge, Orton, Rollins and Christian. Yep. 
Spot on. <sighs> Son of a bitch. Okay, so Tom, I think it might be quite close. I've got it. So I've got the points here. They're in the bag. They're actually in the bag. And technically, it makes okay. no difference how many points Jamie got, unless he got more than all of us. Unless I, unless I win. <laughs> <laughs> go on. He should be deducted points for having that. Okay, Let them so go eight. first. Let them go what first. What are the scores? Uh, Taryn, what do you get? I got eight. Joe? Seven. Jamie? Ten. No, he didn't. It's lies. <laughs> Where did he get these points from? No, there they put, all are. The mid Braun versus no, Shane asking no. summer destination. Byron, <laughs> uh, Finn Balor, Raw, Edge, Orton, Christian. That's not ten. <laughs> <laughs> right. Blame Dan. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't matter anyway because it was an extra point. But blame Dan for that summer vacation. Oh, that's because you would have. You would have been on mine if I didn't give you summer vacation. I know, that's what I mean. That's what I said. I said, it doesn't matter anyway. It's an extra point. Who knows? What a time to be alive. Well, Jamie, that puts you... I mean, you knew you were going to finish second anyway, but it puts you on 12 points. So we had Dan 18, Jamie 12, Joe 7, and I finished 6. But I was just warming up ready, I was, for the 2020. (laughs) He finished bottom of both. Quiz League. So I did finish well on both. And that is why I announced on the last series, the last episode of this year, my resignation from the show. <laughs> I'm joking, joking, don't you worry. So he's missed um, the most episodes out of everyone. Well, that's why. If I hadn't have missed them, I'd have been top of the leaderboard on everything. Oh, who knows? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so for the last time this year, Dan, where can people find us on the socials? Yes, you can find us with Grapplecast Show. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Feel free to give us a like, subscribe. Um, you can also find us wherever you get your podcasts, which is your Spotify, your Deezers, your Apple Podcasts. Feel free to share with your friends. Give us a like. Um, if you give us a five-star review as well, we'll give you a shout-out, and you can give us a topic of what you'd like to see as well, and we'll... Happily go through that if you give us a nice review. Even if it's a four or three star, to be honest, you want us to make fun of Taryn, crack on. But um, yeah, give us a like, give us a subscribe, give us a review. We're Grapple Cast Show. Lovely stuff. Well, enjoy day one, everybody. Jamie, I hope you're feeling better soon in your isolation period. It's um, Cobra Kai tomorrow, I'm sure I'll be Cobra fine. Kai, it's Covid Kai. Um, so yes, everybody Eagle, enjoy. Eagle Fang Karate. <laughs> Um, we will be back next week with our thoughts on the event and to see me sitting pretty at the top of the first of the 2022 Prediction League results. <laughs> Edge. Well then, enjoy. And Jamie, if you would like to do the honours. Yes, I mean, without further ado, I would like to announce Taryn, finish bottom of both. So good night. And good bye. Hold one arm drag. Rep screwed rep. It's me, Austin. I did it for the rock. Oh, such a mouth of thong wearing fatty. Number four, arm bar. I am Sir Michael Cole. What? <laughs>